Shit, I have to sneeze. I have to sneeze. I'm going to mute myself. Give me a second. Okay. Don't make that the intro. This is Petey Page. I am Mike. J-Mac. Brutal Dudes. I got a C in a class. Pete was in the class with me where I refused to budge on the topic that I chose, which was, what was it? 19th century literature. Yes. Yeah. And I refused to budge that science fiction existed in the 1900s. And she said, no. And I found actually three books of 19th century science fiction literature. And she was pissed that I was questioning whether she was right or not. because <laughs> she was a teacher. So she gave me a C and then I wrote a story like Edgar Allan Poe, like in his voice. And she literally wrote on the paper, every other part of this paper, I don't agree with. So I'm giving you a D for the paper, but I'm giving you a C plus or B plus or something because the story that you wrote, that was the creative part of the project was so good that I can't deny that it's a really, really good story. And I was like, really? And I I told Peter, I was like, he's like, Really? And I was like, look, she wrote it in the fucking they thing. did not do shit like that when I was in college. This, this lady <laughs> would not give me an inch all year. Granted, I didn't let up. I was more determined than ever to prove this bitch wrong. Right. Like, just because you have a PhD doesn't mean you're smarter than me. Sorry. And I remember I used to say that all the time, Pete. Mm-hmm. We'd go out to eat, and I'd be like, "Just because this bitch that has a PhD, her over? no." I'd be like, like, "Listen, bitch." I'd be like, "Listen, you smart uppity bitch, <laughs> thinking you got degrees. I'm a man. You're a lady. <laughs> know your place." The patriarchy. Uh, but I would always say, "I was like Pete, just because she has a PhD, don't mean she's smarter than me." And he's like, "I know. I remember." It's like a po- it's a it's a po- it, was your, it was a poem. It's, it was. Um, it was- that was that was this was that the same year we had the class with with Dr. G and you used to draw the pictures of the lady getting speared all on top of a brontosaurus. Oh God, I can't remember. <laughs> we would be in class and people would oh, send the me, teacher. It's just a random no. There's uh, a, a random student that was just so fucking annoying that it should drive us nuts because the teacher would be like, our teacher was cool as shit. It was theory, it was rhetoric. So we would always, it was like, you know, I, I can't even, I don't even remember some of the topics, to be honest with you, but it was, it would be like post-structuralism and shit like that. We'd be learning about that era. And he would literally like tell us about it. And it's a lot of exposition stuff. He would burn through that and then he would ask for questions. It was like a three hour class. We'd be done in an hour and a half and it would be nighttime. And like this lady would literally, like we would get to the end of the session Everyone would understand and not like one of those. It wasn't one of those classes where like people were like, I'm just going to say I know so we can get out of here. We legitimately understood what he was talking about. And he's like, all right, everybody gets it. And this lady would always raise her hand and be like, uh, can you go over again? And then he would go over it again. And he, she would be like, I, I still don't get it. We would be there an extra like 40 minutes because this like stuff that and Pete put it perfectly stuff that like she should have asked him after class. Like when all of us can go home. Well, I think and I think it got to the point of eventually where like the teacher was like, "Okay, stay with me. Everyone else can leave. And we're all like, oh, thank fucking God. And that's just that's what would happen. And she and then she would like she would try and like make us feel bad by being like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm keeping everybody here. It's like, bitch, you know, you're keeping everybody here. You fucking know you're doing. You're doing it on purpose. Mm. Oh man, it was fucking infuriating. I think the no, the thing that got me the most is that like she she had admitted that 
she was she didn't need this degree she was getting this degree because she had like a degree in journalism already yeah. and she she had been a journalist for like 20 something years and she had wanted she wanted to get this degree to like experience something different but still within her field and i can respect that but like like I, like now i can't even fathom that like i i don't i i don't know I don't I don't even know if that like still exists in college or in higher education. If people just go to school just for the shit of it. I like I experienced that when I was teaching for ITT Tech because there were dudes who was like, there's a guy getting a computer networking degree, and I was like, Oh, what do you plan on doing with this? And he's like, Nothing. And I'm like, What do you mean? And he goes, I work for SEPTA. He goes, On the on the tra- on the the on the track, like I work for SEPTA. I kick homeless like- people out of the uh no, no, no. He like he was like an engineer on like he would like help like the routing and the tracks and shit like that. And he's like, I make like eighty grand a year. I, I I'm like, well, what are you here for? And he's like, GI Bill. I, why not? It's something to do. And I'm like, oh, okay. So like, you know. But that, I get that. That, that was that was. I but no, that get... was the thing that like that was like uh, like bothered me the most. It's just like I, I know she wanted to learn, she wanted to understand, but I just don't think it was at like I don't think it we it could have been at the same pace. Yeah. As as the rest of us. And I'm not trying to sound like ageist or anything like that. I'm just trying to be like, You're not. you know, I You're think not. she I just think she needed like that extra little bit of help to understand like the theory because theory is a lot. Theory is like it is, a lot. you know, it's also one of those classes that like you shouldn't take just for fun. There's there's no reason to take a theory class for fun. Yeah. And that, like if you're taking a creative writing class, OK, I get that. If you're taking like a like a. Oh, I want to take a fiction class. That's cool. You're taking rhetoric and theory. What part of this would you think was any fun? It's not. It's fucking boring. <laughs> unless you, unless you're so passionate about post-structuralist fucking literature that you want to do a thesis about it, it's boring as balls. I'm yeah. an English, we're both English majors. I'm an English major. There's books that I read that I, that are like considered classics that I think suck dick. Moby Dick blows, dude. I. I was so bored reading that book that I was like, why? This should be so much more interesting to me. And it's not. And I remember one of the books we had to read was Billy Bud Sailor. And it's about a trial. Herman Melville wrote about a trial of a sailor because we were learning about trials and the, and the, the trial process. I was like, this is stupid. I can watch Law and Order and learn more about trials than Billy Bud the fucking sailor from the 1600s. Give me a goddamn break. Stop telling me that Herman Melville is important. He's not. He may have been a great writer. If you like Moby Dick, God bless you. Read it till you're fucking blue in the face. But like some of these books don't hold up nowadays. Nathaniel Hawthorne, Scarlet Letter, boring as balls. There's not even any sex in the fucking book. Give me a break. So boring. Last of the Mohicans, boring as shit. You got an Indian that could literally have a fight as an Indian. Tomahawking people. What does he do? He saves a white bitch. Give me a break. Stupid. Anne of Green Gables. Ridiculous. Stupid book. Sherlock Holmes. Awesome. My man teaches you how to think intuitively. Teaches you how to read between the lines. Love it. Charles Dickens. Tale of Two Cities. Awesome. It's about a fucking war, dude. It's a war for independence. It's great. I've I've never read read any of these books. Oh, dude. Dickens books are the shit. Like... I read Tale of Two Cities, um, and I love Sherlock Holmes. Hound of the Baskervilles is one of my favorite books. Dude, oh, I love all of it, dude. Scar- um, I argue with people about this. The part of why, because people think I like Hound of the Baskervilles just because it's it's more gothic and yeah. supernatural. 
but it's honestly because in my opinion it started the whole idea of like bro comedies yeah because that's what it is yeah it 100 it's, yeah. it's great it's, it's, buddy it's, cop. A, it's a buddy yeah, cop it's movie. a buddy cop book. yeah like long before that was a thing i love that and that's why i love the guy richie adaptation of the movies because that's what he did he made a buddy cop movie with sherlock holmes yeah it's great he knew the parts that he needed to be good Holmes in the book is a great fighter, like a mm. like a fucking bare knuckle badass fighter. Yeah, no one ever approached that in any of the shows. They make him this fucking proper English gentleman. I love that Robert Downey Jr. did it fucking dirty. That's great because that's what Holmes is. He was a drug addicted fucking bare knuckle brawler that had the mind of a fucking genius. But it was crazy, and that's why I loved it. And a big chunk of it, we're getting way off. I don't even know what the topic is, <laughs> but um. A big chunk of, for anybody who hasn't read it, Account of the Baskervilles, is the Watson character with the Baskerville character. And it's just them broing down for like yeah. half of the book. Yeah. And Holmes isn't even in it for big chunks. And it's just like a buddy cop comedy. Yeah. That's cool. And it's awesome. Yeah. It's like super yeah. bad in England in the yeah. fucking 1800s hunting down a ghost. Yeah. That's it's really like Scooby Doo. It is. It really is. It, it's, yeah. It's, but it's, but that's what, and that's why it holds up to this day. Yeah. Um, there, but there's like, but some of these stories, like, let Ooh. it go. Do you know what let else holds up? Go. What? I spent a good portion of my day this afternoon a watching. No, I watched Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, dude. The night, the 1982 film, and I was like, you know what? Let me, let me watch this. I remember watching this as a teenager and really fucking loving it. And let me see if this holds up. And I got to tell you, it 100 percent does. 100 percent does, dude. It's like, almost better now that Arnold's a weirdo. I think it wasn't weirdo back then too, but let's be honest. But it's so funny because like a lot of the like a lot of that Arnold stuff comes from that. Yeah, like, he's yeah. like he's like fighting and he's making those grunting noises, and I'm what just is like, the faces, dude, his total, his eyes. Oh, oh, when yeah. they go fucking bug eyed. Yeah, I love that. I even, um, I'll be honest with you, I like the Momoa version too. I never saw that one. It's, yeah, not, it's bad. not bad. It's just it I like. It didn't get, get like it didn't get enough. People like, weren't ready for people weren't ready for Jason a new Conan. Momoa. Well, a new Conan or the story of Conan. Yeah, and it, it came out at a weird time because it was right before the resurgence of interest in Conan because of the game that had come out. Yeah, um, I heard the game was sick. Was I never played yeah, it. Yeah, I never played the game, but the Momoa movie came out like right before that brought the resurgence back, so mm-hmm. nobody really cared. Yeah, and they did. The hardcore fans didn't want that movie and right new fans didn't know who the fuck that was well the other yeah. thing too was at that time in the comics which is where originally where conan started mm-hmm. marvel bought the rights for conan so marvel now owns the conan character and they did uh recently which i it was amazing they did a thing called savage avengers where it's all the like brutal characters of marvel universe as a group of avengers so it's like wolverine venom Conan. Oh, that's cool. Um, there's um, I think there's like I want to get Punisher. What company it is? They did, and it was all like officially licensed. They did a horror. They did horror movie characters set in the world of Masters of the Universe, Ooh. and one of them is a He-Man Jason. Ooh, so it's him with the Jason mask, but it's like the He-Man figure model and everything. They did. That, they did a wrestler version of that too. Oh, did they? Uh, nice. Marvel did a wrestler and a Ghostbusters wrestler version. I Dude, have the rock against Ghostbusters. The uh, the new the new Masters of the Universe, the one on Netflix, the Kevin James, the Kevin Smith, not Kevin James. What the fuck? Sorry. Um, that <laughs> I kind of want the Kevin James version. 
like the the sheepish Kevin James, the him with his hands in his pocket. That's a fucking meme going around. Uh, King no, of Hyperia Queens. That that fucking uh, Masters of the Universe rules. It's so good. I've heard good stuff about it. Oh my god, they do some wild shit where you're just like, he can do that, and it like it it's it's so nuts. It's I'm so also cool. I'm a fan of the Masters of the Universe live action movie. Oh yeah, dude, Dolph, Dolph. Oh, I Dolph to go, did a I bunch haven't... of movies that are underrated. Just just the Punisher with Dolph is great. Oh yeah, it's a great movie. That's my favorite Punisher movie. Mm. <laughs> is it my favorite? It's my favorite. I really like the Ray, whatever. What's his name? Oh, I know what you're talking about. The second one, Warzone. Warzone. It's way campier. Yeah. But it's got a lot more actual comic panel violence in it. I'll tell you the worst one. Thomas Thomas Jane. Jane. You didn't like that one? No. I don't like Thomas Jane, so that's a big part of it. I like like that. The reason, the only reason that has a soft spot in my heart is because, number one, Travolta was an excellent bad guy in that movie. I like Travolta. He was a really bad, like a really good dick, like drug dealer, drug king. I like him in general. I, I've okay. liked a lot of stuff that he's made. You like Battlefield Earth? That's what I always, and I, I said this um, when I was doing a podcast with our mutual friend, Tony Viejo. My ultimate, like, double feature, if I got to, like, program a double feature night at, like, a drive-in or something, it's um, it's going to be Passion of the Christ and Battlefield Earth. And I'm going to call it an evening of why I'm an atheist. <laughs> we should do that for our 100th episode. <laughs> yeah, right. An evening with Mike's religious beliefs. <laughs> this this is why I don't follow any organized religion. Here's two of the biggest ones, and what they believe started their religions. <laughs> the uh, amazing, but but I thought that was good. But uh, Kevin Nash also is the big Russian in the fight, and I love Kevin Nash. That's Diesel, the wrestler. Okay, Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash Kevin is great. Yeah, dude, and he was great in it. Peter, are you, are you a Battlefield Earth fan? I never saw it. I, I was like, when the trailer came out, I was like, whoa, that looks really cool. And then I remember it getting like absolutely dunked on and it just kind of like left my frame of reference. Like I just kind of like, I, I, I forgot it existed. It's Passion of the Christ for Scientology. That's um, Yeah. And what, here's the thing about it, though. It's putting aside the silly religion it's attached to, because, and this is going to sound like I'm defending Scientology. It's more like I'm shitting on every other religion, though. Yeah, it's no more stupid than the explanation of any other religion. So, like, yeah. I have a lot of like very Christian friends and stuff like that, and that's fine. I don't begrudge anybody yeah. their religious beliefs, but no, they would no. watch Battlefield Earth. They'd be like, "You fucking believe people believe that?" I'm like, "Explain your religion out loud, real quick." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Before you get all high and mighty on theirs. Here's what I will say though: What's bizarre about it? It has a lot of big stars in it because Scientology. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of big stars in it, and they had obviously a huge budget. And it looks like if we got high and drunk, and we're like, "Let's make a science fiction movie in my backyard. Yeah, right. Let's just get cardboard boxes and paint them. It'll be fine." Yo, dude, <laughs> let's get Travolta and get him come over here. We'll make some cannolis, and then we'll like talk about some shit and give him a Fu Manchu mustache. That's a great idea. Like it is well, very well, poorly made. Well, yeah, I remember. I remember seeing John Travolta like in costume, and I'm like, "That's John Travolta. That's that's fucking like Grease, Saturday Night Fever, fucking Pulp Fiction." He looks like the Onion Head. He looks like the Onion Head Sensei from Parappa the Rapper. (laughs) Yes, a hundred ten percent. Punch! It's on in the mind. (laughs) But it's 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 super weird. If you can ignore ignore the Scientology part of it and just watch it as like a science fiction movie. 
it's super weird how poorly made and low budget it looks mm-hmm. when there's so many huge Hollywood people in and behind the camera in this movie. And it had a big budget. Like, I just don't understand how it ended up. And you would think they'd be extra careful because this is their thing. Yeah. You would think this, like, this was the idea behind this movie. It was like, we're going to convert people. Yeah. Like, it's going to come out. And, and, like, this is what they came up with? Yeah. Kind of a membership <laughs> rush. Yeah. Like, that's what got me is, like, because I knew going into it what it was. And it was more morbid curiosity that I wanted to see it. But mm-hmm. watching it, like, that was my big takeaway. Like, all right, r- r- all religion's stupid to me, and I'm sorry for anybody that offends. But they're no more stupid than anybody else. They're no more corrupt than any other organizer, any other business that doesn't pay taxes. They're no more yeah. corrupt than them. But, like, yeah. this is how you think you're going to lure people. Like, it's just that it's bizarre that this is what they came up we, with. We, one of the things that, that always cracks me up is uh, when I went to visit my cousin in California when he lived in Los Angeles, we went to Rodeo Drive because that's like one of the most famous places to go yeah. to California. And I was like, oh, that's great. Even I did that. There were two yeah. really cool things that were there, right? So the first thing was the the the, the footprints, the handprints. Oh, yeah, yeah. But there's also, on that side of the road, there was a Scientology recruitment center. Oh, nice. And I was like, dude, we got to go in. He goes, no, we don't. Keep walking. And I'm like, no, we have to. I want to see if I make it. And he goes... You don't want to be involved with these people. Trust me. Like, this will never end if you go in today. If you're willing to put up with this for years, yeah. you can because they'll they'll relentlessly hunt you to get you to recruit in. And I'm like, I won't. I'm not stupid. And he's like, let's walk away before we start dissing their religion. He's yeah. like, this in is front like, of them. <laughs> he's like, this is like walking in front of a biker gang and saying motorcycles are stupid. Yeah. Right? Directly across the street, a couple blocks down. The Museum of Death. I don't know if you did that when you were there. No. Incredible. They have video from the fucking from cults, cult recruitment videos, VHS oh, videos. Nice. They had they play the faces of death on a screen. Watch them get exploded by the train. Nice. The um they have like a setup, like actual props. They have like crime scene photos from drunk driving accidents and deer accidents. It's crazy and we were like why would you make a museum like this and she said because one of the things that is never discussed enough in life is death and it's a part of life and we we don't this isn't about celebrating death and violence this is about celebrating life and appreciating life because this is how easily it can be taken away and i'm like wow puts a whole new perspective on but it was one of the the scientologists what they think it was one of the most (laughs) interesting museums like ever (laughs) And it was just crazy that it was directly across the street on Rodeo Drive from the Scientologists. I was my like, my only brush with Scientologists that I'm aware of was uh, when I first started college. They were outside, like because I guess they know what days you know new students or yeah orientations are and shit like that. So they were like outside trying to recruit people right outside the campus for the new students coming in like hey you know that's great you're starting college if you really want an education though why don't you come down <laughs> come down to the malt shop we'll yeah. tell you how things really happened yeah. eight thousand billion years ago <laughs> off the spaceship when l ron hubbard decided to materialize <laughs> as a human and write books fucking weirdos it's like oh no thank you i saw battlefield earth make a better movie i respect i respect all religions Except Scientology. 
You guys are fucking idiots. You can come at me if you want to. I'll win. Here, here's what I will say. I would say to any Scientologist who happens to listen to this, go watch Passion of the Christ. Equally stupid, story-wise, but way better made. Yeah. Like, that's the kind of production quality that you Bro, should aspire to. It's the Ten Commandments. You want to see <laughs> yeah. good production quality of <laughs> yeah. a fake story? Watch the Ten Commandments. <laughs> Beautiful. Like, Passion of the Christ, if nothing else... It Bro, stars... the South Park episode about about fucking Joseph, whatever his name is, from yeah. Mormonism, was better than Battlefield Earth. <laughs> I got more from Mormonism from that than <laughs> I did from Scientology from Battlefield Earth. Passion of the Christ is made by an insane racist <laughs> and stars a deranged YouTube conspiracy theorist as Jesus and is still better than <laughs> Battlefield Earth. still better, Earth. yeah. yeah. And and that it really gets me because this is what these people do for a living. If Mad Max, if if Mel Gibson directed Battlefield Earth, it would have been a much better. Movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Travolta's. That's what they Travolta directed. You know, I don't know if he directed it, but I know he produced. It was like his project. He was in charge. He was. The I love Travolta, but like if you're yeah. if you're telling me that whose movie would I watch first? Oh, always Mel Gibson, racist or not. Mad Max is one of my favorite movies. That's what of they need to do. Time. They need to recruit a good director. Yeah. And take another crack at Battlefield yeah. Earth with a good director. I bet they could talk Spielberg into it. No, he's Jewish. I, he's way too Jewish. Listen, um, I mean, honestly, all of this is just a testament to the like amount of power, money, and influence that the Catholic Church has. Like I bet you know yeah. it, like, I, I bet Eli Roth would do it. Eli Ross, yeah, Battlefield yeah. Earth. <laughs> I bet he would watch it. it. I'll tell you either that. that, or I would say Edgar Wright should do it just so we can see a funny version of it. Sean of the Sean of the Battlefield Earth, great. Um, wait. Speaking of that, did you see that? Um, oh my God, uh, uh, the new Frankenstein, yeah, is coming out. Edgar it's, Wright. Oh no, no. Yeah, 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 it's Guillermo del Toro. Oh yeah, Guillermo del Toro. What's Edgar Wright doing? Isn't he doing something new too? He's about I, to release something that like people are talking about. What the fuck was he going to redo? I'm not 100% sure, but the He's Guillermo del Toro, the Guillermo del Toro Frankenstein movie has like this is insane. Andrew Garfield is Dr. Frankenstein. Uh Mia Go- Mia Goth is the um bride and the monster is fucking Oscar Isaac. Like did, I, like I, I feel like Guillermo del Toro was just like, I want to make Frankenstein, but I want to make Frankenstein with everybody who can, like, fuck. Because all th- those three fuck. Like, they they are, like, some of the hottest people in Hollywood right now. Hands down. No questions asked. You know what? Guillermo del Toro's Battlefield Earth would be excellent as well. Yeah, right? Scientology. Guys, get a good director. Like you have so many actors at your disposal, but you need a solid director. Christianity has Mel Gibson, and as crazy and racist as he is, he's a good director. Edgar Wright is remaking The Running Man. Oh, that could Whoa, be cool. Yeah. That'd be cool. Everyone's like, we shouldn't remake it. I'm like, listen, that movie could use an update. I love the original Running Man, but that movie would be okay if it especially Edgar Wright. He'll do it justice. I don't mind if people remake movies that are going to do the movies justice. Holy shit. But All right, so I looked at... So he didn't direct Battlefield Earth. He he produced it, stars in it, and did everything else for it. It was directed by Roger Christian, 
if you don't recognize that name, his other big movie that he's best known for is Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. <laughs> oh, big yikes! Man, he did two <laughs> shitty alien movies. <laughs> yep. So wait, so does does that mean that Jar Jar Binks is a Scientologist and a Sith? I guess so. A Scientologist. <laughs> Sith? Scientologist. <laughs> <laughs>